So you're ready to ask the biggest question of your life. The only question before that question. How do you find the perfect ring to ask it with? With the incredible selection of diamonds at Jared and our price match guarantee, you can dare to stop searching and find the perfect diamond at a price you'll love. Visit your local Jared store today and dare to be devoted. We promise to match any price on a like loose certified diamond of the same quality from any other jewelry retailer. See jared.com slash price match for details. Everyday Connection, with your hosts, Rico Shields and Jean Victoria Norland, bringing your inner light to your everyday life. Welcome, everybody, to this Tuesday edition of Everyday Connection. I'm Rico Shields. And was waiting for an echo at the beginning, but it didn't come, and I'm so happy. And over here, I have Jean Victoria Norlock. How are you, Jean? Apparently, I have my shit together today. All right. Because <laughs> there was no echo. Excellente. There was a little in there somewhere. But, oh, uh, With you. Uh, we've got a great night coming tonight. We've got a good crowd building already. We've got uh, three guests in there, and uh, mm-hmm. our dear friend who has visited us in the past, Mrs. Dog Rescuer, is with us again tonight in the chat room, so... Hi, everybody in the chat room. Welcome. So, so how are you, Jane? I, you know what? Wow, what a week, eh? Uh, and it's only Woo! Tuesday. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> what? I know it's crazy. Um, okay, Monday was total crash and burn for for the most part, and then all of a sudden Monday night, Rick, did we get some good news or what? You want to tell these people what's going on? Because it's technical shit. I can't explain that. But we, it's good news. We did get some good news. We both kind of went in the toilet, you know, Monday morning. Then we decided to just let go. Look, I, we don't know mm-hmm. what to do next. Universe, over to you. Let go, let God. And okay, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, that was it. I mean, really, it was what you, you went and sat on the patio, and I went for a walk with the dog. Hell, yeah. But, I drank a lot of tea that day and just and um. It. So then after we released everything, put up on our walls and Facebook, you know, help. All of a sudden, things started breaking loose. The first piece of news that I got was that our application to the San Francisco Film Society uh, for fiscal sponsorship uh, has been approved. So we will now be able to extend to those who choose to sponsor and donate to the movie um, cash donations. They'll make those to the San Francisco Film Society. They'll be tax deductible in the United States. I have to note we're working on Canada, and we're going to work on uh, other countries as well. We'll just have to see how we can work that out. But it is a IRS, U.S.-recognized tax deductible donation, so sometimes that carries over. We don't have all the details yet because it's brand new, this thing. We just got approved on things. Right. But it's very exciting. Um, It means the support and the backing of the San Francisco Film Board. It also means automatic automatic entry into the film festival in San Fran. Um, And, of course, all of their resources. And just it means we're off and running, folks. It means someone besides Gene and I thinks that this is a good idea. (laughs) 
Yeah, actual, you know, people. Who yes, do this the board for of living. directors of the board of directors of a film society has reviewed our what did they say? Reviewed our budget and synopsis, yes. and finds this to be a valuable, uh, non-commercial, artistic, or educational endeavor. Something along those lines. Something along those they lines. They think it's cool. Either way, they think it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna back it, and that's awesome. So. Um, and then a friend of so ours. If you've been waiting, if you've been waiting to donate, give it a couple more days. See what goes on on the website and the Indiegogo site, and then you know what? Your donations will be write-offs. That's right. How cool is that? How cool is that? And cool it's that? a way for us to have good energetic exchange with you. And um, uh, shortly after that, I got an email from a filmmaker friend of ours, and we're going to be talking Thursday morning. No names. And uh, No names. Yep. Nothing about no nothing. I don't nothing know nothing about I don't know nothing, no. Nothing from nothing, nothing leave nothing. <laughs> Um, Let's just say the doors are opening, and it's a good thing. Things are happening, and even yesterday evening I drove up to Starbucks, and I won't say what location or mention any names, but I pulled up to the window to pay and get my Starbucks, and they said, hey, it's on us tonight. Thanks a lot for being such a good customer. And I'm like, you're welcome. (laughs) Because that happens a lot. Yeah, that just does No. I mean, you might get a discount at Starbucks, but come on. How many of you are getting freebies that don't know, you know, you're not dating the person behind the counter. That doesn't count. <laughs> and then it's not it a freebie because you know you're paying for it later. Yeah, one way or another, something's coming out of your hide on that one. <laughs> um, so do you think he passed the test? I think he passed the patient's test. All right. Well, let's introduce our groovy little friend. Our groovy little friend. Our groovy we have little, with us tonight. Musical and uh, and spiritual explorer, Jay Groover. How are you, Jay? I'm feeling pretty groovy, actually. Thank you for having me tonight. Excellent. Yay! Thank you. This is like a blessing. So fun grooving on a Sunday afternoon. Who's yeah, saying something that like that. Yeah, always grooving. Even in my sleep, I try and groove. It's just like the natural flow of things. You keep groovy. Sounds like a very pleasant way to be. So. Yeah, it's like the space between, sort of, the past and the present, right in, I mean, sorry, the past and the future, stuck in the present, always moving forward in the constant progression. Oh, shit, there's the show. <laughs> okay, we're done, everybody go home. Yeah, Yo, no, that's, nice, that's nice. depressing. Yeah, well, that's uh, Too funny. All right, little buddy, I got to ask you, just like I ask everybody else, who the hell are you and what do you do? Uh, I don't know, I just, I'm Jay, and I'm groovy, and I just... Hang out with friends and play music and record music in my uh, home studio. Uh, call it Groover Inc. Um, Got to keep the groovy in it for sure. And uh, basically the INC and the ink doesn't even stand for ink like an incorporate, like incorporated. Actually stands for uh, infinite now creations, which is kind of my whole thing of like anything that comes, like anything I create would be like an infinite kind of now creation. Yeah. Whether it's like a piece of art or film or... Uh, you know, a sculpture that it would make out of nature, like some sticks or, uh, you know, like rocks and, like, carving into, like, the actual earth, some sort of sculpture. All right, Jay, where music. do you live? Can you come hang out with me for a while? Because you sound like a lot of fun. Well, I'm down to hang out. I uh, I live in uh, Toronto. Do you shut up? Yeah, a little bit more. I am going to be down there in you? two weeks. Really? You didn't Sweet. know you That's didn't know I'm he was a Torontonian? I had no idea he was a Torontonian. That is so cool. Yeah. I moved yeah. here from there last July, and we're going back to visit on the weekend of the 26th. So. 
Oh, Maybe sweet. we'll be grooving. We could groove down to the beach. I yeah, always definitely. Told, the beaches are awesome. I always told her when there was a Canadian coming on, particularly a Torontonian, but um, then I quit because the surprise was so much worth it, you know. <laughs> and she would yeah. go, are you? Shut up. <laughs> really? Wow. <laughs> That's too cool. So how long have you been a music man, a creator, an artist? Uh, It's been a long journey. I think, uh, you know, ever since I was really born, I think I always kind of felt like I was looking for something a little bit different. You know, a way way of an outlet of expression, I think, is what I'd actually call it. Um, You know, but I started piano at a really young age, at four, and I played, like, you know, guitar, picked up guitar at, like, seven, and played like some trombone, some saxophone. Never really found anything. I really, that really, you know, kind of hugged me and like made me feel really groovy inside until uh, I started playing drums when I was 13. And that whole rhythmic and that meditation aspect of it uh, just really kind of skyrocketed me into a whole other dimension of music and art. And, uh, you know, it's like, I think, uh, you know, as I started to grow over and as I went through a lot of life experiences, I started to realize that um, music to me is basically my soul. And it's like that type of expression when I'm playing uh, drums or I am, uh, you know, just like totally grooving on the guitar or any other instrument. It doesn't even matter. I would groove on like the side of a bus. I start like, you know, banging it with my hands and my feet and making some sort of rhythmic awesome percussion out of the bus the bus driver wouldn't be pleased but it's just like that crucial like thirst for music that is uh keeps like growing and growing like a giant fire and now that like you know i'm in my 20s my early 20s and uh going to school for uh recording arts and like i'm surrounded in that kind of atmosphere every day where you know people around me are you know doing music recording music djing um you know, going to shows, going to festivals, it kind of, it's really inspiring to me and it keeps me on my feet and it keeps me always trying to progress. And, uh, I, I don't know, I just love music. It just, for me, it's like, uh, I define it basically as a very simple thing. Uh, pure energy expressed through vibrations over a constant progression of time. And I think that's also kind of how the universe is made too. So that kind of goes back down to my crucial uh, thirst for that um, bare necessity of needing music to survive, almost like when we need food or water. So it's your, it's your like personal form of meditation. It's your connection. Yes, definitely, a hundred percent. And like, it, it sometimes it's hard to do it, you know, because uh, sometimes like I'll get down on myself for external factors will try and uh, discourage me from creating music. Um, even sometimes people close to me can do that. Um, but it's it's normally they're not trying to do that on purpose. I think it's just because people have their own vision of how I will be. Right. Um, but for me to just like stick with the music over the years, it's just like I know that that is where my path in life is heading. And it it took me a long time to really know that. I think I always thought it could be like that, but now I know it's a necessity for my own survival. So okay, now that's a really complex. Um a complex journey to undertake and to figure it out at such a young age. I know a lot of adults, including myself, who, who still struggle with that on a day-to-day basis of me knowing who I am 
but having to kind of ward off the expectations of others. So how does somebody at the age of, what is it, 23, come to yeah. that conclusion at such a young age? Like, well, what the hell happened to you, man? That Usually there's something that happens that kind of triggers that you got to figure it out. It's kind of a survival mechanism. Either you destroy me, I allow you to destroy me, or I set my boundaries and I know my And figure my this work. out. Yeah. Um, well, I think honestly for me, like, it's all happened when I, it goes back to when I started playing drums at 13, you know? Like, my first early idols were people like Dave Grohl from Nirvana and uh, John Bonham, Led Zeppelin, Keith Moon, all these, like, hardcore party people, you know? And, um, so 13 year old, and I thought that in order to be a musician, I had to, you know, be like a musician, be a rock star, you know, not go to class. I didn't need school. I didn't need to learn and educate myself because I could just stay at home and do drugs all day. And, you know, but that to me ended up spiraling me into like a really like deep depression. And I had no passion for life, no morals, no understanding or concept, like concepts of what reality was really like. You know, I would just uh, skip school, stay at home, drum for eight hours on a bunch of downers. Um, and it got to the point where like, you know, my parents, uh, they pulled the plug on that, and they're like, you know, enough is enough. We're going to ship you off. <laughs> and uh, they sent me to the wilderness in Utah for, like, 15 weeks when oh, I was 15 yeah. years old. I was backpacking in the wilderness. And, that, like, so I went through this lifestyle of, like, doing a bunch of drugs and skipping school and playing music as a 15-year-old, thinking I'm going to be a rock star one day. And then all of a sudden, I'm, you know... Once a second in Toronto, doing all that stuff. Then I'm in the Utah desert for 15 weeks, hiking and backpacking 13 miles a day, busting, you know, fires with bow drill sets that I carved out of juniper trees and sage bushes for, like, the fireboards and stuff. Yo, you and, have got to have the wisest parents. I think I've, I, I know. <laughs> uh, it was pretty wise. Send him, like, send him to nature. See what happens. Yeah, it definitely kind of it, – it was the start of that next part of the journey. But there was still a lot of problems with that because I was still living my life for my parents at that time. I went from living my life for rock stars, I guess, to living my life for my parents. It wasn't until after, like, you know, I was 18 and I managed to graduate high school and uh, come back home. And I went to Ottawa that I really started to explore my mind, explore my talents in a different way. And uh, that is where I think things started to really uh, take off as far as, like... Uh, yeah, surprisingly enough. One extreme to the other, and then now sort of finding a balance in the middle somewhere. Maybe. Yeah, definitely. But it was extremely hard to find the balance, definitely. Um, you know, like, I definitely went back to, you know, consuming things after that whole, like, experience. I was gone in Utah for two and a half years. It was really crazy. Crazy. Yeah, but it wasn't really, you know, it wasn't really my choice. But I do think that it gave me a really solid understanding of... Uh, my own mind's relationship to my thoughts and my actions and feelings and why I fall into certain patterns the way I do and why I do things like, uh, you know, talk a lot about, this is back when I was in high school in Utah, I was like, I would talk a lot about all of these things I would want to do in my life, but I would never once think about taking an actual action, you know, to follow through with something like that. I would just, you know, it was all this like, big dream in my own mind it was hard for me to actually you know punch something into reality and uh you know go like play drums in front of my class or something like that um but when I came back I uh 
went to university and I fell right back in the same pattern at Carleton University in Ottawa. I uh, dropped out of school in the first year, stayed in my room, playing drums again, doing some drugs. Not good. Not good at all. That was not the way to like, you know, for me to progress in my life. Because I came so far and then I went right back to where I was. That was kind of the start of that whole Rocky kind of twist. Um, Unfortunately, I think the turning point was when my friend passed away, one of my best friends. And uh, I found out um, under the influence of uh, a psychedelic drug by the name of LSD. And it was a very, like, shocking kind of very fearful experience because I just found out my best friend and this girl that I love, you know, passed away. That is um, so crazy. That yeah, would scare you off that yeah, for the honestly, rest of your life. Like, you raised. would never, ever want another, take another hallucinogenic. I did afterwards, unfortunately. Did you really? Wow. Uh, because I, courage, have, brother. I have a little bit of courage, but I'm also a little bit stupid. But that was really when I knew that I needed to do whatever I love every single second of the day or night until I pass in this life. Right. I was like the big kind of, you know, that was like, that really sparked the passion of the music into me that no matter what, like, I will just always keep that as my actual solid foundation of my archetype in order to progress me through life. And, you know, it really helped me, like, thaw out the myths, too, about, like, you know, the the drugs weren't making me musical. It was me that was making me musical all along. It was it, it wasn't me that was having these uh, great realizations. Sorry, it wasn't, it wasn't the drugs that were having these great realizations or philosophies on life or building this archetype of my spiritual, you know, uh, development. It was actually my own mind creating it all along, and... It took me a very long time to realize that. Um, but I think uh, the last kind of process step in the journey would be uh, maybe two-part process. Okay, so last year, I, uh, I ended up smoking DMT, which is, uh, I guess, a spirit molecule. We know it well. We actually had um, Mitch Schultz on the show. Really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. I guess You're, he uh, produced a film or something like that. He was yeah. the direct writer-director. Writer-director, so, yeah. yeah. I've been reading the, the book by Rick Strassman right now. You're, in, you're in good company. Okay, good. As long as it's not, like, you know, far out there. I try to have these talks with my parents all the time. and like. No, like, no, no. We know all about the spare molecule. It's actually being used um, now in Canada and the U.S. And, and other countries as treatment for drug addiction. I, I honestly can totally see that 100%. <laughs> Because it makes you face your your demons, and it makes you face them in a in a really in your face kind of way. Definitely, I have to face every single event in my life in a matter of like a fraction of a millisecond. What seemed, you know, like I'm sitting in a bathroom, I smoke, and then instantly it's like I, my whole entire life is flashing before my eyes, and I feel like I'm dying. And it's do I accept my death, or do I try and fight through it, and do I try and fight these demons forever, and just like. In that moment, I was like, you know what, I'm going to accept it, and uh, let's see what this is like. Um, so I accepted it, and then in that, you know, this is all happening in fractions of a second, and then instantly it was what I perceive as, you know, God, or I guess you could say the voice in my head that I could call groovy, or, you know, the <laughs> essence of Groovy the universe. Works. 
Groovy works. <laughs> totally works. Yeah. George it's Nestor that, Groovy. George Nestor Groovy. Yeah, those would be the names, right? <laughs> I'm definitely jumping on this. Um, so it was like the farthest essence of the universe just came and collided with my pineal. And then instantly it just helped me develop this, you know, instruction manual of how to live my life and my life only. And I realized that I'm this universe and I need to be courteous to all the other universes that exist, whether it's a bee, a tree, a spider, you, or or you, or them, or like the people that I don't even know, you know, that are all around the world. Right. Kind it's, of, all, it's all from the same source. Yeah, it's kind of like, and it's taught me to leave no trace, harvest my own crop, uh, clean up after my own mess, uh, give back, spread love into the universe, that's all it really is, and no matter what, continue to express myself in this energy in artistic forms of expression, and I definitely chose music to kind of... So this is like a hardcore heart chakra awakening in like the matter of seconds at yeah. an early age. Yeah. It, was, and, it was really trippy. You know, a lot of people expression. struggle for years to 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 figure that out. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think I struggled for years too. Like before that, like it was a very long and winding and twisted road where, you know, for a couple years in my life, I wasn't really living my life for anyone. You know, I would always live my life for other people, whether it was a girl or my parents or friends or teachers or. Well, and it is different, too, I guess, you know, growing up in the forest of Toronto, <laughs> uh, as opposed to, say, the rainforest where your parents might have, instead of sending you to Utah, they might have just given you a glass of ayahuasca and said, here, <laughs> this will straighten you out. <clears throat> I would love to uh, go to the rainforest and. Meditate and drink some ayahuasca with the shamans. Well, see, I would I would very much like to go um, go hang out with the shaman for a while. Yes, yes, we we like shaman and uh, I love shaman. Uh, I had a shaman come to me in a dream once. Mm. It's kind of interesting. Yeah, if you can't come to them, they come to you. I understand with this DMT business. <laughs> Apparently so. Very. Uh, or as our friend Bashar puts it, DMT is one thing and ayahuasca is a very specific, for a specific kind of learning in a specific kind of way. Uh, because I guess DMT we make inside of our own bodies. Yeah. I'm very fascinated by that. I wish I could, uh, my brain could be a chemist and just kind of synthesize it in my pineal on an active basis. He says it can. Oh, really? Yeah. That's pretty I'll, interesting. I'll have to hook you up with the recording. He's got some... He's got some thoughts on that, that uh, the substance can be a permission slip to help you find the vibration of that state and, of being. And then if you match the vibration of that state of being, your brain, your pineal gland will flush your brain with some DMT. There's, they're studying uh, meditations to, to trigger self-medication, Absolutely. I guess you would call it. Yeah. Well, it would definitely yeah. help, like, you know, rid people of things like depression or addiction or anxiety or, you know, bipolar or whatever. I used to identify myself with a lot of these kind of, I guess, labels of illnesses, but now it's just, I have a very hard time with these labels. I think I could have, like, anxious thoughts or bipolar moments, but I don't really think that I would identify myself with any of that um, anymore because of the experience. Um, I I think everybody should have to read their diagnostic statistical manual because once you read it, you're convinced you have 50 things 
Yeah. Every, everybody. So sure. who cares about their labels? Exactly. That's definitely, um, I totally agree with that. Definitely kind of set myself free of those labels. Once I started kind of exploring and understanding what uh, my perception of reality and uh, life is all about. Because really all I can really control is my own humbly without like, you know, intruding into somebody else's life and being like, this is how you have to live life. Because <laughs> that doesn't really work, I guess. No, no, it it, it never does. Actually, it uh, almost always backfires. Even from our standpoint, you 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 get to where you're visualizing outcomes. You limit an outcome too much, and the whole thing just breaks down. Crash and burn. Yeah. And you got to stop and then let go. And then wow. Speaking of stopping and letting go, let's see about playing some of this young man's music. Oh, nice. Uh, and then, uh, because we have a caller that has raised and lowered their hand four times. So, oh, uh, okay. I, I have to see what's going on with the caller. We're going to pull him in the green room and say hi. All right, let's play a song. Uh, while we're on some things. So, I enjoyed this one. Um, yeah, it's called Binary Energy. What, what, uh, is there a story behind that name or that, uh, song? That Binary composition? Energy. I guess, uh, you know, I just finished my first recording arts program and I started my first experiment with uh, electronic music and the whole thing was, you know, I was going to put all of my energy into this computer, which is processing all this music in binary data, like the ones in the zeros. So it's kind of like this mechanical binary mixed with this, uh, you know, very energetic life form energy, which is, you know, doesn't really need its introduction energy, but <laughs> so that's really how it all kind of started, and it was uh, the start of my album. Beautiful. So good place for us to start. Definitely. So here is Binary Energy by uh, Jay Groover or Jay Rod Tutta. Yeah, you got it. All right. And uh, we'll be back in about six minutes, folks. Hang with us.
All right. We once we again. Once again. Oh, there we go with the echo. Oh, sorry about that. That's all right. Thomas, it's not me. No, it's not you. No, it's definitely me. Uh, but we've been having another one of our uh, break time, you know, uh, heavy conversations. I'm telling you, every day I do this show, I learn something new. And it's not just always from the guests. And that's even cooler that we have this amazing interaction going with our listeners and our friends and our fam. Um, that I always learn something new, and it's just cool. And we get excellent, intelligent questions. We get, uh, we just get to hang out with such cool people, both on the air, in the chat room, our whole Everyday Connection family. I'm just really grateful to have every last one of them. Absolutely. Uh, well, Jason Whipoof, you said mm-hmm. something about Hawaii was happening this summer, and maybe it happened already because poof, he went poof. Anyway, um, we have a little caller. We we do have a caller that has a, a question for uh, uh, a question for Mr. Groover. Oh wow! Uh, uh, so or or us or but usually for our guests. So caller from area code seven hundred five. What's your name and what's your question? Uh, James is my name. Hello, James. Um, I, I if if that's okay, I have a couple of questions. Sure. Open my okay. Um Fire away. <laughs> sure. Um, so, uh, Jay, do you draw uh, your inspiration mostly from people around you or just from yourself? Um, I think uh, it's a bit of both. I think normally I always have this, uh, you know, inspiration inside of me or this idea inside of me, but I won't really know how to uh, get it out of myself until somebody else kind of comes along and uh, kind of, you know, inspires me to pry it out of myself. Um, it's kind of like that. I guess that's kind of like my whole reason why I'm in school right now. It's just kind of, you know, I get to go to school every day and even when I don't feel like doing music because, you know, shit happens sometimes and you get down on yourself or, you know, people get sick and you get upset and mad at the world. It's just like it forces me to kind of, keep doing music and I hear these new sounds that normally I wouldn't be able to hear from other people and then uh, it inspires me to kind of create something new or to, to something like timeless decent decent uh, another question okay how can you be too groovy how can you be too groovy can you be too groovy can you be too groovy? Uh, like a person in general, can they be too groovy? Uh, I don't really know if they could be too groovy. That's a little bit of an interesting kind of uh, thing there. Like, I think to me, like being groovy is just uh, kind of going back to what I said at the beginning. It's just like the flow of things. Like, to me, you know, you can have life and it could just be life or you can have life that can be groovy. And to me, life that's groovy just seems to be a little bit more you know, groovy. It's a little bit more fun. It has a little bit more positivity mixed with a little bit of more spirituality. And it's kind of like always being in the present, always flowing forward in constant progression instead of just, you know, dwelling on the past and all the stuff that's happened or always having your sights set for the future. Like, oh, what's going to happen next week or after graduation or what your wedding's going to be like or what you're, you know, where you're going to be when you pass away. Like, none of that stuff really matters to me. It's like, I don't think anyone could be really too groovy because if they're 
they're being groovy, they're probably in the present, and that's probably the right place to be. Decent. All right, that's it for me. But, uh, yeah, thanks, Dukes. All right. Awesome question. Great question. Thanks for calling in. I'm going to toss you back on the couch. You're welcome to stay and listen on the phone or jump back in the uh, online. All right, thanks. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So, uh, wise answers for 23 years. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, wouldn't you say, Gene? Ah, uh, I don't even. You know I'm, what? Don't want anybody to ask me. I, Can you be too goofy? I couldn't answer that question. That's a hard question to answer. I was like, uh, oh. I would have said hell no, because as he said, um, his definition of groovy is being in the flow. So I mean, I, I just can't see anybody being in the flow too often or too deeply at any point it just no hell you can never be too groovy um but yeah i you know what i've lost track of how many amazing young people there are and i don't think age matters anymore, anymore. not in these times because they've got this direct connection to their higher wisdom and they just spew it and they're not sitting there waiting for us to tell them it's and okay or not okay. The school and society and parents and everybody tells them, you know, look, this is how it is. And they go, well, and they that go, doesn't even make sense. <laughs> Y'all are fucking crazy. Like and, no, uh, it's not. No, or they sit there and nod their heads. And, and then get, do what they want anyways, right? Yeah, they get out of class and they go, wow, that was really weird. <laughs> and, and just get on with it. And, uh, you know. Our, from our 16-year-old twins to uh, our dear Jason Anderson that's with us that, you know, does everything from organic gardening to aquaculture to uh, crystal wands to, you know. Uh, it's, it's, I, would, I would say it's crazy, and maybe 10 years ago it would be crazy, but now I'm just going to sit back, kick my heels up, make movies, do radio shows, write books, because planet's in good hands. Yeah, yeah. No, I... Our I, people used to look at me like I was insane when I would say, look, the the, the next generation's got it. If we just get the hell out of their way and let <laughs> not jack not mess them up, that this that the young ones have it. Just leave just relax. And people looked at me like I was insane. You know, and now they're like sending me emails telling me, you know, going, you, you believe these young people? I think they could <laughs> save I, I think they could save the world and I go I just email them back and go, Really? really? <laughs> I never noticed. I don't think it would just be the young people. I think it's got to be every old people. It's got to be at least like a certain amount of a threshold before, you know, kind of people start catching on to like this higher vibration and then everyone kind of becomes contagious. I think that's the amazing thing is that there's this mutual respect that's grown between the younger generations and the older generations. Um, Because you guys are so tapped in, tuned in, turned on, and so connected and so honest and direct and outspoken, but not in a rude way. Um, and, I, and I think that the older generations really learn to kind of tune their ears. I know my daughter has taught me a lot about the younger, the younger people, younger generation, and to respect their insight and their wisdom. And I think that think that the older generations are tuning into that so it's not that the adults are saying okay we have to fix everything for our children 
And it's not that they're sitting back waiting for the children to fix it. They're actually working with the younger people to make things better together. And that, I mean, there's no better scenario than that. Yeah. It's like everybody holding hands, walking around the world. Yeah. <laughs> dancing about. Freaking cool to watch. each other. That would be. It's really cool to watch. And it's, you know, it expands exponentially every day and it's fun and the more you pay attention to it the more of it you see and it's just it's fun to watch it really is <laughs> we got some really cool people on this planet some really cool things they're doing a uh-huh. lot of groovy people on this planet a lot of groovy people and, and and they're grooving and not just on sunday afternoon yeah yeah that's Definitely grooving all the time. We're dating ourselves by talking about that song. Yeah, sure. they might have maybe in the old times they used to groove on Sunday afternoons only, but I guess now it's a constant groove. People sometimes fall out of the groove, but they always try and hop mm-hmm. back on the groove wagon. It's like, okay, I got to board that groove train right now. It's like, I got to be in the present. Can't dwell in the past. Can't look too far in the future. I'm sorry. Right. Looking, looking too far apparently doesn't work out so well. Anyway. No, you got to take a lot of confusion. Almost every step is a whole new creation, and you have to kind of stop and take a look around because the next step might have got moved on you. So you you got to, you know, because I've tried that, you know. Well, I, I'm sure the next step's right there. That's where I planned it to be. And then you step and you fall right off the cliff. Uh-oh. <laughs> and you go, okay, I'm not going to drive anymore. It's over to you. <laughs> So in your in your own progression, what would you say would be the biggest change? I mean, over the last few years during the journey and your growth period, what's what's the biggest change that you've noticed about yourself? Um I think the biggest change is uh my um my the the way that I go about like living my life, I think the you know the before you know when I was away, and even when I first like you know before when I like, before I went away to Utah and like even after I came back to Utah for like a good year or so, I was constantly living my life for other people, I think throughout this whole kind of uh finding myself and uh developing my own kind of spiritual like political, geographical archetype that I call my mind. It's just, like, I've realized that my life is really my life only, and I need to live my life for me and love myself and learn how to, you know, really just, you know, share that light that's within it, within me and just let it shine as bright as the sun or as bright as the stars or however bright it ends up being. Just let it kind of shine out into the world and not hide it and not you know, alter it for other people, whether it's like my parents or like family members or close friends or a girlfriend or some girl I just met or some person I don't even know because they're looking at me in a certain way that's making me feel intimidated. So maybe I walk, you know, a little bit farther away from them on the sidewalk. You know, now I'm at the point in my life where it's just, I am who I am and I'm very accepting of who I am and I want to live my life for myself and I want to express that inner light that I own and which really is my soul. I don't really own it. It just kind of is. 
Has has it been difficult finding others who who are on the same wavelength as you? Yes and no. Um, I think uh, life has a very unique way of kind of throwing these people into your life. Um, definitely, like I think you know, if, if you look in the right places. You can find them, but I think that for me, it's just even kind of like how I found this like radio station. You know, I'm just chilling on Facebook one day. I see the Spirit Molecule post everyday connection, and then I, you know, email Eugene, and I'm like, oh, like you know, here's my music. Why don't you play it on your show? And then it ends up being this whole kind of thing where okay, you can actually be on the show and be a guest, and now all of a sudden it ends up being something a lot greater than what it really is and I think it's kind of like that in real life where you know every single place I go in my life I'm always going to kind of gravitate towards these like-minded people like like-minded energies and kind of becomes like this snowball that gets bigger and bigger of all these like-minded energies I think so I always feel uncomfortable if I'm uh, I'm surrounding myself with people that aren't like-minded or on the same path well, that's what I was thinking, right? Because it, 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 it's very hard to not fall into that judgment paradigm if you're hanging out with people who who are kind of exuding that energy. So to keep yourself out of the business of others, you really have to hang out with people who take you as you are and don't really give a shit what you're doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. That if you want to stay in the now moment, you have to hang out with people who are in the now moment. Definitely. Because, you, you know, you can't hang out with the people who are talking about yesterday or worrying about tomorrow because they're just going to suck you down or, you know, it's not so much suck you group. down, but it's, yeah. Or the people trying to, you know, hunt down all the evildoers so once we lock them up, then it'll be safe to live again and, you know. <laughs> I wish I wish them luck because my experience with law of attraction tells me they will never run out of people to yeah. think they need to lock up if they you know focus on that. But um They're just trying to lock up their own mind, I guess, but they can't find a way to do it. Well it's really like the the more that you point the finger and and blame everything that's wrong on others, there will always be things wrong and there will always be people to blame. So, yeah, and it won't be long before they yo. start getting people into a courtroom or in front of a television camera or something, and and they just look at them and say, "Look, I'm just a reflection of you. So whatever it is you see when you look at me, you need to look inside and see what's up with that, because you know I don't know nothing about that." Did you see it all over the thing already? If I I can only be responsible for what I say, not responsible for what you hear, and you know, I, really, I expect some young, you know quote unquote punk somebody that's been made out to be you know probably because he was wearing a hoodie or something uh, <laughs> uh, standing in court going look people this is a reflection of you this doesn't have anything to do with me I'm just here <laughs> you know yeah and uh, 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 so glad I got to experience the prison food now let me out because it, it really it is it's and and people don't realize too you Put somebody in jail, well, you've got to stay there, too, to guard them. So, 
You're in jail too. So that's great. Now we're all in jail. Lovely. We're all we'll trapped. We'll start a knitting circle. Knit one, pearl two. Knit one, pearl two. I I I still giggle, laugh, and um, you know I I kind of have to shake my head at the whole concept of um, you know rehabilitation in jail. I just I don't understand how they how they can figure that's going to work. <laughs> it doesn't sound like a happily married couple to me. Hmm, locked yeah. behind steel cold bars well, with gray yeah. walls and being rehabilitated. <laughs> you, know, you watch to the, be a caring, compassionate being. <laughs> yeah, that's torture. <laughs> you watch the the history of it in the United States at least prisons. Um, you know, they weren't real big on it right at first because they were kind of starting a lot of them we're trying to get away from debtor's prison in the UK. So they didn't want to put him in prison. And uh, then there was the, uh, well, there were several of those religions. I'm not going to single any of them out. Um, and so a lot of the original prisons were just, you know, like a six foot by 10 foot cell in which you had a candle and a Bible and a bed. <laughs> and you, you couldn't come out of there. Which is really quite like some That's monasteries and and, um, yeah. and nunneries, actually. Yeah. The same size cell with candle and Bible. And it was, you know, that was their, they said this was rehabilitation, that if they were to spend enough time in prayer and meditation with the Bible, that they would straighten out and walk the right path. And how's what? that working for you? Yeah. Definitely not working. <laughs> what? What? Oh, crazy. You know, might as well lock them in a library. Not going to do any much more good. Uh, I don't know, Mike today, lots of Abraham books and other books and, you know, Tons of Course in Miracles. and you can't always believe what you read, I find. I find you always have to kind of look for yourself between, like, the seams of reality and find what you decide is, you know, truthful in this kind of existence. can't always look for things in books. I think it has a lot to do with personal experience too, right? I mean, what what will pop out of one book for me will not pop out for you, but something else might be relevant. Yeah. And I think that's where that's where those kind of resource materials are good, not to give you a definitive this is the way it is answer, but to give you clues and hints. Um yeah. what 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 do you resonate with? It's just a, a lot like people getting together and telling their story. We get people to come on the show, and they all tell their story. Um, it broadens. It can inform your reality instead of having to, you know, control, educate other weird words that they use around here. Um, you know, it can inform your reality of, you know, oh, that's a cool way to look at things. Yeah, I might try that, you know. And 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 even if it's you know well that's really weird i'm think i'm glad that you're doing that so i don't have to it, it it's still you know uh, well jane wouldn't exist if going and talking to people and hearing their story wasn't an interesting thing no cuz yeah. that's your deal and it's my deal too i love to go talk to people and hear the amazing stories of you know i mean i was thinking earlier you were talking jay and it it, it i know some people that are a little bit older than you are that have spent 10 years in a group well, with this lady named Veronica in Sonoma. And last year they got to just about the statement that you made just now <laughs> after nine years of working. Oh, wow. so, um, 
it, to some extent, it's how much you have to forget, how much habit you have to overcome, let's say, how deep the groove is on your record in the stuck needle spot. <laughs> yeah. Because it does. It's like it's like trying to get up out of the groove on a record. It, it's easy to fall back down in there. Yeah, definitely. Just keep going and going until yeah. the end. <laughs> yeah. So I'm yeah. I'm curious how how is your family with you know who you are and and what you've become? I mean, how does that how does that relationship work? It was uber wise of them to send you out to the bush, but here you are. Coming off a DMT um, <laughs> spirit molecule trip, and you know, all of a sudden, it all makes sense, and it's all about me. So, this is who I am, and this is what I'm going to do. Um, how how did that go over? I'm just curious. You know, for those out there listening that are going down this path and going, okay, so what do I do next? How long is going to take it? <laughs> it's it's extremely like difficult because my mom is like, uh, you know, wants to open up her own like you know, youth kind of treatment center type thing. That would be like, like, I don't know, she just like studied like addictions counseling and all that kind of stuff. So my mom is kind of very, at first she was very like in shock that all this stuff was going on. She couldn't believe it. She's like, oh, you know, we try to fix him. We try to fix Jay. Like he's broken again. How can this be? He's broken. You know, but... You know, it's like I'm far from broken. If anything, I'm actually, like, well on my way. But <laughs> I guess um, the thing about it is uh, over time, my parents have seen that regardless of the things that I have done in my life, that I actually have this, like, very kind of divine light that really everybody has. But I think for the longest time, they were trying to find this divine light in Things like a report card. Does he have all A's this year in all his <laughs> semesters? Or, you know, in the type of haircut I have. Oh, does he have short hair and is his hair not covering his eyes? Does he have a clean-shaven face without a hippie beard? You know, these types of things were the things that they would say would validate me as, like, a successful divine person. But uh, in reality, I think over I having, know like, better. a lot of talks with him about this, it's like... I think they really accepted me as who I really am and all the aspects of it, like, you know, the good, the bad, the ugly, the beautiful. Because <laughs> obviously, even though I went through these experiences, like, there's still that, I still carry, like, evil inclination. I still carry, like, an evil spirit, just as much as they carry a very light and holy and healthy divine spirit, you know? It's like you wouldn't have one about the other. That's the tension that I find that's within, like, my own personal life that I'm or, sure or is with a lot of others. Or if you're trying to deny that you have a dark side, I I am a saint. I have never had, I have never had an evil thought in my life. Are you kidding well, me? I, wa- I wanted to kill, I wanted to kill four people today, and I was really happy today. Those are the people that snap, though. You know that, right? Like the people that pretend to walk around this planet like they have never done anything wrong in their life, and they try to live up to this pure, saintly expectation, and and you know. One day they show personify the 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 people that they read about in the Bible, or or other society government. Other, you know, I mean, whatever's those been are handed the ones to them. Snap. Yeah, they show up one day at the post office with a machine gun and grenades. Yeah, can't get a grip on reality. Yeah, so they're gonna go out in a blaze of glory. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's 
super scary that, that is you know you, you put put these expectations up so high that they can't possibly ever attain them and stay sane. And when I say sane, I mean you, me, Rick, <laughs> and all the other crazy light bodies out there. Um, all us hippies floating around the world going, yeah, peace, love, music, and anything else it's that makes groovy. me happy. Love, <laughs> spirituality, meditation, walking, spl- swimming, hiking, camping, <laughs> hugging trees. Hugging trees. Hugging <laughs> fish. I don't know. <laughs> Never done hugging that before. Trees but very be healthy. I think people need to do more of it. I think people need to, if 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 y'all don't believe me, anybody's listening out there today who doesn't believe me, find yourself a tree, and hug a it. big tree, and just give it a hug and then sit beneath it for a while. And you know what? Better yet, do this on a day when you're really tired and then go and spend time just feeling the energy of the tree. And I bet you anything, give yourself 15 minutes under that tree and you're going to get some energy. I believe it. I'm going to do that. Definitely. It's Absolutely. crazy how and fast a tree can rejuvenate you. It's insane. Courtesy okay. of our, our government that is so wise in its expenditure of research money, they've actually done a study now, and apparently hugging trees improves your health and lowers your blood pressure. Nice. See? The government Absolutely. validated. What the government and the scientists validated what my spirit already said was true. <laughs> Hundreds of millions of dollars to research that, yes, petting puppies makes people happy. (laughs) It's like, people, you don't even pass the giggle test anymore up there, what you're doing in Washington. We don't, it's a circus. It's what's on the nightly television. It's not news, it's a TV show, reality show in Washington. Yeah, kind of like that here in Canada a little bit too. I won't vote for the government. Hey, did you hear about the win in Quebec over here with the Ministry of Education? Uh, I know. Not particularly what happened. She stepped down. I know there's some riots and stuff. Oh, wow. Yeah, the riots have been going on forever, but she stepped down yesterday. She said she's no longer part of the solution. Now, mind you, who they replace her with is even an older and crotchety person. Oh, no. (laughs) So it's almost worse then. But apparently the students were wearing Santa Claus suits today to protest as opposed to the red square that they've been wearing. So I guess they think that Christmas came early. <laughs> yeah. But but sometimes that's what happens with these, you know, government things is, you know, you get some action and they replace them with somebody that is just a cartoon. And it, that's when everybody, even the skeptics, finally realize, okay, they've lost their mind. It's it's yeah. actually it's it's a shake up it's a shake up of the system that's in place and anytime you shake up the system in place that that puts things off balance enough that you know what Harper could go down you never know it could happen and yeah. that'd be a, a pretty happy freaking country I'm thinking <laughs> yeah well Germany you know is vowed to work with the new president in France when you know a couple of weeks ago she was saying. He better he better do what we said or or else. But they they had a little state election over there in Germany and her party got slaughtered. They like lost everything. Oh, wow. And even she said it was a disastrous defeat. The president of uh, Germany. Germany. So now all of a sudden, you know, we're going to work together with France to get through this. Okay, oh, <laughs> that's good because it's a national election coming next. That was just a state election. Just wait. And oh, wow. 
that's the thing that's what's happening right now with the energy is that people are their their backs are getting put up against the wall in such a big way that it's either they step down or they reinvent their attitude. And I think and they they thought everything was okay because the protests kind of stopped. Well, that's because there was an election coming, so everybody went home and got their voter card ready. They didn't have to protest. They had a vote. And now people are really listening. Mm. Yeah, it's 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 awesome to watch. Um, the the next couple of years are just going to be oh, freaking be phenomenal. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of change in a very short amount of time, I believe. Yes. Yes, please, uh, everyone, make sure that your seatbelts are fastened and your tray tables are in the upright position because <laughs> we're expecting a little turbulence ahead. <laughs> yeah. Everything's going to be fine. It's just going to be a little bit of a bumpy ride. Nice bumpy ride, almost like we're shooting ourselves into orbit through the ozone layer and then right. coming right back down to Earth and realizing everything's groovy again. <laughs> so groovy. So do, do you have a favorite song, Jay, that you... Favorite song? Yeah. Wow. So many favorite songs. Well, I mean, of um, the ones that you've done. Oh, the ones that I've done. Mm. Probably Tetrahedron is my favorite one so far. It's the one, like, I'm most proud of. Tetrahedron, I, it's, like, it's part one of, like, this album that I've been working on since, like, last June. And I'm only on the second song. It's, like, five songs. It's all based off of, like, platonic solids which is like you know a tetrahedron which is like four equilateral triangles and it's like a, a cube or hexahedron like six equal squares is octahedron like eight equilateral triangles and dodecahedron which is 12 pentagons or like 30 edges and there's a icosahedron which is like 20 equilateral triangles and 30 degrees so each one of these uh kind of platonic solids would be like um a song and that's where i would kind of get the elements and uh the time signatures will be really messed up because I would try and incorporate, you know, like a triangle. You got four equilateral triangles. So I did that song in three, four timings because I was thinking, oh, okay, you know, triangle, three right. sides, there's four of them. Okay, so I'm in three over four. Now I've got three, four. The other one, six squares. Okay, six, four squares. Or a square is like four sides. Okay, then I got, you know, six, six, four time signatures. That's kind of how I did it. But I guess the reason why I'm really kind of proud of this is because it seems very natural for my spirit to be finding like the symmetry in the music instead of being all traditional with uh you know traditional chords or music theory i'm then you know putting a mirror onto a keyboard and if you put a mirror on a keyboard anywhere on the keyboard you're going to be able to see the reflection of it reflecting back into itself and you're going to be able to find perfect symmetry within that and that's kind of how I made this whole uh, first song, Catch a Hedron, and the whole concept of this whole album that originally I thought would take me a year, but now I realize it's probably going to take me like four years because it's just a lot of energy it takes to kind of That's crazy. Create the geometry that you have can you, hear. Have you noticed how long Tetrahedron Mix is? Yeah, 11 minutes, 11 seconds, because of my life path number. Yeah. I was just curious. That is so cool. Yeah, I'm like an 11. We, uh, Gemini and do we have it? We have that. Okay, yeah. can we play a little bit of it? I mean, I don't think we should play the whole 1111, but um, it's cool to note that it is 1111. Yeah, and, and, but we'll play enough of it so that, you know, I can run away and run back, and then uh, 
I'll just kind sure. of fade it out, and because we want to talk about your websites and some of you know okay. what you got yeah, going on, sure. and uh, you know if you're going to music school, we got to get them friended up with Jordan, who's going yeah, to music school, sure. bought Boston Music something Boston. No, I think Berkeley Where, or wherever they teach music in Boston, I'm sure that's Berkeley somewhere. College of Music. That's it. Possibly. Yeah, that's I started online there. It's really and, good. Uh, I always uh, wanted to go there in person. He uh, he does some cool stuff. Doing the uh, theme song for this movie that got sponsored Indeed. fiscally. Oh, that's sick! Nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, and just right quick, our sponsors uh, look up our folks, our friends at Inner Child www.iaminnerchild.com uh, and Inez Martins at www.inezmartins.com and, uh, and uh, by big next shout out, show I hope to have a, like a recording thing of our sponsor <laughs> and a big shout out to um, our listeners and our fam um, for you know donating and supporting the show props to you guys Thank absolutely you. Yeah, it, thanks uh, so much we can't for, make it for your without continued you. support. Absolutely, we couldn't keep doing this with, with without your support. So, so now we'll have a little uh, tetrahedron mix. Nice. And uh, we'll be back in a few minutes, folks. Stay with us.
Hello. Hello. These volume slider things on Blog Talk, they don't, they're not very smooth. <laughs> it's like, poof, it's gone. I'm going, ah, what happened? I didn't mean to do that. Oh, crazy. You have to um, waking up from a meditation like a boom. It yeah. is. It's like total, well, I'm totally hypnotic, that piece. And losing it was just like, what the hell did you just do? And then I didn't start talking. Yeah, it's, it, you have to move it one little notch and then let go of the mouse or it doesn't change the volume. And and then you going, what's going on? And you let go of the mouse and, and the song's going, oh, oh crap. Um <laughs> A bit of a shock but that was right around 5:55, uh, which you know, since yeah. we have 11:11, <laughs> and and I really kind of wanted to point out that right before there, there was a new sort of tonic line that came in there, and I know it was notes, but it almost sounded like language for a minute. And of course, music is language, but I mean, it almost sounded like spoken word, like voice synthesizer, but I know it wasn't. So oh, there's no voices on it. Nope, <laughs> it's probably <not> your voice. <laughs> so uh yeah, Jason's like, This is a great track. Jason does some ambient stuff and Oh nice. And uh so he's another one of the fam that uh you can get hooked up with. Yeah, uh, we have so many time. artists. Chicago Chicago boy. Nice. Less, oh, Elgin. There's a Boston boy and a Chicago boy. Yeah. And uh <laughs> we try to gather all, them from all over the world. <laughs> and have something to talk about, I'm sure. With, He's got the veggie and uh, uh, veggie and what is it? Veggie and what growers? Jason, you'll type it in there. I'm sure. Yes, he will. Veggie growers and sustainable. I don't know. Right. Nice. Well, I'm a vegetarian, so here, growing so. veggies are pretty bomb. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, plant and, and plant and veggie growers group. Yeah, yeah. And veggie growers. And uh, he's got his like square foot gardens and his raised beds and and frames and. And uh, also doing the, uh, you doing an aquaculture thing inside too, Jason? I know you talked about it. Um, and because uh, occasionally a tilapia fish, maybe for people that are just you know paleo and not quite. Because uh, aquaponics is pretty cool. I can't do it still. I mean, what about a two foot by three foot thing from IKEA that you can stand in the corner and it'll provide one meal. Of, one meal for one person a day, fish and a salad, a tilapia fish and a salad every day. <laughs> I mean, come on now, people are going awesome. hungry. People are going hungry, and you can do this in the corner of your bedroom. Come That's on now, genius. let's help folks out a little bit here. That's pretty cool. Yeah. You know? Um, and uh, so speaking of helping folks out, I'd like to help yeah. folks out to find this guy. Yeah. To, let's get some uh, talk about some links. I've been putting them in the chat room, but for our yeah, podcast, that's poetry. Yeah, yeah. So we got to get him with the inner child, folks. They'll they'll have fun. Nice. We just had the world peace, world healing, world peace poetry contest over there. Oh wow! Um, uh, everybody got published in a just for entering. Got published in an anthology, and it was really cool. Cool, cool bunch of folks. You want somebody to love you for just exactly where and what you are? That would be uh, our fam over at Inner Child. Inner Child, nice. Um, and they do everything, I think, now. Don't they, Gene? Yeah, yeah, they do. Okay, so we have Groovy Groovers and Groovy Brothers and Groover Inc. Uh, yeah, but those, <laughs> all groovy. <laughs> but they're, well, that's good. And it, but they're, they're at different spots, so 
uh, for our podcast listeners that may be away from a screen, uh, Groovy Brothers and Groovy Groovers are both on Facebook. So facebook.com forward slash Groovy Brothers or facebook.com forward slash Groovy Groovers. And um, then um, your your tunes are over at SoundCloud. Yes. At uh, at Groover Inc. Yeah, that's pretty much where I post all of them, most of them. The uh, the ones on uh, SoundCloud slash J dash R O D T U D D A H, which is J Rotoda. Um, that's just like the songs that were on my first album. I haven't really updated it in like months. Most of the stuff that we played tonight, if not all of it, I think, is on, on the uh, Groover Inc., is it not? Um, Only I, I think Binary Energy is. Only yeah. Binary Energy? Yeah, okay. Binary Energy is, and uh, Tetrahedron's not on it because I'm kind of, that's like, I haven't really showed anyone really that. Like, you guys are pretty much the Exclusive. First. World premiere. Yeah, like, you guys can keep the track for your own selves, knock yourselves out, listen to it whenever you want, listen to the full thing on your own time. Like, it's I yours. am totally going to listen to you guys. To like, totally going to do that. It. And um, with your permission, we'll probably find a way to play it, uh, sure. the whole thing, because I'd, I'd love to, I'd love to, you know what, next time we have a guest in that does meditations, I want to play that track. want to play that track, and yeah. And just get their, get their feedback on. And, and we do occasionally have guests that can only yeah. give us an hour. And uh, yeah, so we have one coming sure, up actually. So for yeah, sure the next time that happens, when we have a whole half hour, uh, or we're doing a show on my birthday, and I can have whatever I want on my birthday. <laughs> yeah, a, yeah. Just do that. an all music all day show. Yeah, can, that'd can, be freaking that'd be really groovy. Gene, do the do the you know lay on the bed with the headphones on and the mic flipped up. Yeah, so. and just you know if people want to call in and ask questions, they can. But other than that, we'll just play tunes. Yeah. Okay, that's what I want for my birthday. Call in and request stuff. Or Let's schedule that for my birthday. We'll check that out. All right. And uh, but we'll definitely get that whole piece in there because it is a cool piece. It and is. And I'll very cool piece. I'll put it in our uh, sync folder so that you can sneak a copy of it, uh, Jane. Yeah, I totally need the a whole copy piece. for for my iTunes. And uh, we didn't oh, even get to a song definitely. called Root, but. Uh, but we have the option uh, to play it another time. Yeah, yeah it's also it's, on the uh, the Groover Inc. page too. And that's the easiest one for us to be able to play on a future show because it's only about three and a half minutes, oh, okay. as opposed to eleven eleven, which is hard for us to do to another guest. Definitely, they wouldn't be pleased. Excellent, excellent. So, so uh oh, your so comes you? first. I was going to I was going to do the what if you. Had the microphone and could tell oh, the world. so was I. See? Okay, but you do it better than I do. It was your idea, so. <laughs> well, it wasn't really my idea, man. We stole it from Bill. Yeah, um Okay, he so, because he did it to us. Fuckers. <laughs> he did it um, to us individually and then together. And, and then they're going to do it to us again. Um, okay, you'll let me know when we're going back on the air because apparently we are and I didn't know. But basically, Jay, you have the mic. Um, whatever you want to say to either other young aspiring artists or um, or to your family, your friends, your fans, your whatever, you you have the floor. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, first off, I want to say thank you very much for tuning in tonight. It's been very groovy for all the people that I can't physically see in my presence right now. However, I know that you're there. I can feel your energy and I can feel your spirit. Um, don't, 
I don't want to tell you any advice or anything, but because advice, in my opinion, is kind of bullshit. You have to find your own kind of path in life. However, I would just say, like, do whatever makes you happy and whatever feels love and life and light into your life on a daily basis and just don't give up on yourself and love yourself and love everyone around you. And, uh, you know, find something that, like I did, like I found music that, you know, can drive me for the rest of my life, find something, whatever it is, and just stick with it and stay close to it and harness it and develop it and not give up and, you know, always explore and, uh, you know, I feel like I'm preaching and I hate preaching. I like more setting by example. Um, <laughs> if you're in Toronto, come see my band play tomorrow at Detour. Um, it's in Kensington Market. I like Dundas and Spadina. We're called the Groovy Brothers. You can do that. Um, like There's going to be a bunch of cool bands playing, like the James Spillsbury Band and Ubiquitous Synergy Seeker, like the lead singer's birthday. So it'll be a nice little get-together at the Detour at 10 p.m. It's free. Also, I guess, tune in to Everyday Connection Radio because it's awesome and super groovy. A lot more groovier than I expected. And uh, I... Give your mothers and fathers and brothers and sisters hugs and kisses and just, I don't know, spread the love to everyone, your girlfriend, your wife, your boyfriend, if you have one, your husband, if you have one, whatever you have, just sp- keep spreading the love because we need more love in this world and less hate. I hate looking on the news and finding all this hate everywhere. This person died. We never look at the news and see somebody, oh, this person was born. Like, you know how many births there are in, like all over the world and like daily basis like they should show that on cnn or anything oh my god you're right we should write them and ask them to do that once a week they would be upset yeah they could be the crib <laughs> news network <laughs> <laughs> that would work would it would be genius if they CNN, did that and the crib news network yeah people would be so happy into the scene like war all the time and you know famine and poverty and disease it's like oh babies this is so cute oh People would be so happy. They just would groove right out their front door and go to work and go about their days doing the things they love because they saw a baby in the morning when they woke up instead of terror. Imagine, right? imagine that for your morning, your morning cup of tea and or coffee um, over your paper with That's the front awesome. page showing, you know, something really cool that just got created as opposed to <laughs> what part of the government was just destroyed. destroyed. Or what yeah. did the what did the government just destroy? <laughs> Either what of those are they options going to destroy? Currently. What are they destroying right now? What are they, you know? What are they going to destroy next week? What are they destroying in the past? No, I'd rather got several building projects so that once we get them built, we can blow them up. It, <laughs> what are you people doing? Growth and expansion? Yes, we call it destruction and rebuilding. <laughs> you know. Oh, wow. too funny, too funny. But you know what? And I think that that um, that above all might be one of the biggest lessons um learned tonight just talking to you is stick stick to the humor find find that and keep it and hold on to it because um you've had me laughing since i don't know why it's just your energy or what but i've been giddy since you got on the show so thank you i'm pretty giddy too (laughs) um you can you know you said you want to set by example and i think I think you've done that, hon. I think, you know, already at the age of 23, you're you're probably touching hearts and changing lives just by being who you are. So from us to you, thank you for who who you be yeah. and everything you do. Yeah, because it, that's part of the whole deal 
you know, when you get when you get in your own space and do your own thing and you're okay with that, you sort of settle into, you know, I'm me and there it is. <laughs> Take it or leave it. And, yeah. and 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 sort of get in that space, it 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 offers a an alternative to those around you, an energetic alternative. You know, they've like been in a world with no everything black and white for their whole life and they you're all in, in color like, you know, Dorothy in the Wizard of Oz or something. <laughs> yeah. Except for him, man, he looks groovy. But um it really is. It's it's an energetic emanation for the world to uh, you know soak up, just like light from a candle. It's a lot of coolness going on. It absolutely is. I touched my heart, putting a massive smile on my face from year to year. Yay! And we've seen that smile. <laughs> we have pictures of that smile. It's True. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> Well, thanks for spending some time with us playing in the virtual sandbox. Uh, yeah, thank you very much for having me. It was uh, it was a blast, a really groovy time. Loving the tunes, loving uh, loving what you got going on for yourself there, my friend. Keep it up. Absolutely. Yeah. We've got a little bit of time. Can we play one more of his song before yeah, our house? Yeah, well, I tell you what, it's almost exactly the right length. At, at 3 minutes and 42 seconds, we have Root. What's uh, what's up with Root? What, where did that come from? Root, um... It's kind of like was starting a new phase in my life, going to school. It was it was the root of the next phase in my life, I guess, back in like January or December when I recorded it. And um, roots are a good place to start. Yeah, it's just like going back to your roots and like starting new roots that you can then like. You know, it's like building a foundation. The roots are going to go deeper and deeper into the ground, and then you're going to have this really massive tree that's going to be like really strong and beautiful and infinite in beauty. So, you know, stick to the roots and keep them strong and let them grow. It's kind of what it's all about. Well, there you uh, go, Jane. What? There you go. What do you say? What? Oh, it's perfect song to end a perfect show. And um, this is yeah. root, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Jay Groover, you got the links there. The links will be on the archive. That'll be up in a few hours on our website. So uh, oh, wow. check him out. All right. And uh, in the meantime, stay connected. Yeah, thank you very much for having me. Night, night, all.
join Rick and Jean again next time. Until then, visit their website at everydayconnection.me. And be sure to like their Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash everydayconnection. Worried you might miss an episode? Don't worry. Subscribe. Find us on iTunes by searching for Everyday Connection Radio. Subscriptions are free, just like your Everyday Connection. So you're ready to ask the biggest question of your life, the only question before that question. How do you find the perfect ring to ask it with? With the incredible selection of diamonds at Jared and our price match guarantee, you can dare to stop searching and find the perfect diamond at a price you'll love. Visit your local Jared store today and dare to be devoted. We promise to match any price on a like loose certified diamond of the same quality from any other jewelry retailer. See jared.com slash price match for details. So you're ready to ask the biggest question of your life. The only question before that question. How do you find the perfect ring to ask it with? With the incredible selection of diamonds at Jared and our price match guarantee, you can dare to stop searching and find the perfect diamond at a price you'll love. Visit your local Jared store today and dare to be devoted. We promise to match any price on a like loose certified diamond of the same quality from any other jewelry retailer. See jared.com slash price match for details.